What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Twisted Schmodown Podcast. I am your host, Ryan, back for another episode. It's been a couple weeks, uh, as always, here posting on Wednesday night. Uh, so, got some big news to talk about. Uh, the live event happened last week, or two weeks ago at this point, almost two weeks ago. Um, and then the start of Anarchy also began on the feed that was not the live event. Uh, so got two matches to talk about in the Anarchy Tournament and the new Inner Geekdom Champion, as long, along with some other news in the, uh, in the Schmodown in general. So I'm gonna get right to it. Uh, first match at the live event was Founding Fathers versus Wait I Know This. It was John Roca and Dan Merle versus Stacy Howard and Winston Marshall. Uh, this match went pretty much the way I expected it to, uh, I don't know if I ever made clear predictions on this specific uh, match back when I was uh, previewing it, but uh, I I think a TKO by Merle and Roca was a pretty pretty solid bet, and that's exactly what happened. Uh, they looked really strong as a team, uh, pretty much exactly how everyone thought they would be. This team has you know a two-time champion in Dan Merle and also a singles and doubles champion in John Roca. Yes, they uh, are could be used the term of like you know relics as Andrew Guy is one to use, um, but they proved in this match that they still got it against some young talent in uh, Winston Marshall and Stacey Howard, uh, who played a decent match. And I wouldn't be surprised if they maybe stay together. But I think Winston and Eric Zipper. Um, are pretty are a pretty solid team. They're world's finest. They were in a number one contenders match. So I feel like there, there's probably a 50-50 shot this team stays together. But going through the actual match, uh, Founding Fathers played exactly how you would expect them to. They came out of the gate strong, had a strong second round, so strong of a second round that they didn't even need to answer in the third round, obviously, because they got that TKO. Um, so yeah, looking forward to their second round match. Uh, I believe next week, next Tuesday, is when we get the Patreon drop of uh, the early match. And I believe it's Kalinowski, Ellison versus whoever they play. I think Silvestrini Stewart, I think, is who they play, maybe. Um, could be wrong on that. But I believe that's next week, so I'm a patron, so I will find out next week who they will be playing. But I would still say it's a solid bet that uh, Founding Fathers gets on to the next round no matter who they play. Uh, but moving on to the Inner Geekdom Championship and then everything that came thereafter. It was Mark Kanopic versus Jason Inman. Jason Inman uh, defended the belt once already and has a uh, you know two wins in a, in a title match. He was in a title match in doubles for uh, Team Trek and was almost a champion there. So obviously a very, very um, well-rounded competitor. He is part of the Horsemen, along with uh, Roka and Merle, so they were all there. All the Horsemen were there, who, by the way, I mean, before we even get into this match, the the Horsemen's first real win, I mean, Roka escaped Bateman barely, even though, like, Bateman really could have won that match, and then the Founding Fathers winning on last Saturday was really their first big win, and if Roka can get over Guy and get into a championship match against Bibiani, then that'll be a huge accomplishment for the uh, for the Horsemen, but they've been really struggling uh, since they came together as a faction. Now, moving back to this, one of my examples of how they were struggling was, of course, that Inman lost this match. I mean, uh, if you haven't watched the match, then, like, what are you doing? It was a great match. Um, Kanopic, you know, I, I said back in one of the first episodes before she played Rachel Cushing that I wasn't completely sold on Mara Kanopic yet, that I didn't, like, Emma Fife and uh, Koi Jandru just weren't enough to be able to say that, like, oh, yeah, she's definitely a top contender in the inner geekdom. 
But, I mean, the last three matches, if you say that she is not probably the most worthy person to ever hold a belt in terms of, like, like yes, they earned their way there. I mean, maybe maybe Sam Levine. And that's saying something because I'm a huge Sam Levine and above-the-line fan. But, I mean, above-the-line after they held those belts after being the Patriots twice, I would say is the only time that someone has earned a belt more than Mara Kanopic did for the Inner Geekdom title. She went through Rachel Cushing in a sudden death match that was one of the best matches that we've ever had. Took down Kalinowski on the last question, uh, um, and then almost TKO'd Jason Inman in the championship. And that's not a small feat. Jason Inman took down some very strong competitors, including Rachel Cushing and Mike Kalinowski, um, to get his way to the belt. He took down Navarro. He took down Donica in the championship. He looked dominant in that championship against Donica, who was a very strong competitor. And uh, she looked pretty solid against him. She did not waver. She hit that movie release date category, and she rocked it, man. Um, I really, I see no reason uh, why Mara Kanopic is not one of the greatest competitors now. I mean, her streak, her 5-0 streak, is one of the most impressive streaks that we've ever seen. And, um, yeah, she's the new champion of the Inner Geekdom and will be at least until the spectacular because I mean I think they're gonna give Inner Geekdom a little bit of a rest it seems that way they're gonna there's been a huge focus on it for the past couple months and I think they're gonna give it a rest now um, I don't know if there will even be another Inner Geekdom match before the match that is now set up at the spectacular because we've had months and months and months at this point of Inner Geekdom matches and I think they're honestly running low on questions like there needs to be more movies that come out uh, for them to get more questions and they need to uh, they need to focus on teams and singles, which is what they're doing with the tournaments anyway, the Ultimate Schmodown tournaments. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Inner Geekdom Championship, not not the one that just happened, but I want to talk about the one that is happening. Uh, Mike Kalinowski comes out on stage at the live event, and we get the announcement that Kalinowski doesn't have to play in a three-way or a four-way or a number one contenders match against Inman. He just gets to go ahead and play Mara for the championship at Collision. Or not Collision. We just had Collision. Spectacular. And my thoughts on this is I kind of feel like it was Christian making the decision saying, like, that question at the end of the Kalinowski-Kanopic um, match was so ridiculous that they felt that he deserved that chance to play her again. Uh, that that's just my take on it. That might not actually be what happened, but I think also the Kanopic Kalinowski match was one of the gross, uh, greatest matches of the season so far. It's probably top five match for the, of the season for me, and um, I'm really excited to see the sequel. Uh, these two have really fun uh, back and forths when they're playing each other uh, in the pregame interviews. Uh, so unlike the Inman Kanopic match, which was great, <laughs> honestly, it was really nice to just hear two people be really nice to each other in the ring, uh, in the pre-interview stuff with Inman and Kanopic. But uh, it's also fun to hear that that banter back and forth, and we're definitely going to get more of that with the uh, Kalinowski Kanopic too. Uh, Prediction-wise, I would say this is about as fifty-fifty as you're going to get. Uh, there is no reason not to bet on Mara Kanopic. Uh, in terms of like talent wise and her previous accomplishments and stuff but also I see no reason to bet against uh, Mike Kalinowski he lost a Kanopic on a question that I guarantee you almost anyone would have gotten wrong even the screenwriters in the movie might have gotten, like she like she brought up they might have even gotten it wrong like that's such an obscure question and I would not 
say that it's indicative of Kalinowski's knowledge. Like he he's there's a reason that he was in that championship, the Interkeekdom final, and he he definitely deserves to be in the in the conversation to be the next champion. And if he does beat Kanopic, I think we'll get Kanopic uh, Kalinowski three to decide it, kind of like the above the line um, Patriots situation. But yeah, so either way, it's going to be a great match. Um, already really excited for Spectacular just to see that match. But moving on, we have the second match of Anarchy, Paddington 2 versus, oh man, War Machine. I almost forgot their name there for a second. Um, we got Walton and Machine against my guys, uh, Atchity and Duralde. And all I'm going to say is I told you so, so far, that I told you guys that they were the Dark Horses of this tournament. I said that they're my boys, they're my ride or die for this tournament. I have them in the semifinals, just barely losing to my boy McQueenie uh, and Brianne Chandler. That, that match is going to go down to the last five-pointer. They're going to beat Snyder and Andrego. I am confident of it now. I'll say this, kind of boring in the ring in terms of like their actual antics and stuff, but I don't care. They're my guys. I love them. Um, Duralde is a he's going to be a star. He's going to come out of this tournament, and this team's definitely staying together. Um, he's going to come out of this tournament as the, the surprise of this tournament. He killed it, absolutely killed it in the uh, in the match. And not to discount Atchity, Atchity played amazing too, but we've known that Atchity's very good for a while now. And I'd be interested to see either of these two guys go back into singles. I know Atchity did once and he lost, and he just didn't do it again after that. But I, I got to say, Modoc's dead. It's just not coming back. That team's done. They've had their they've had their run. And they've had their championship and number one contender shots. But uh, the Paddington 2 is definitely definitely the the team to watch out for now, I would say. There's there's going to be other teams that come through in the next couple weeks. Probably like Riley Bateman will have a dominant win. Or Snyder and Andreco will have a dominant win. And Brianne and uh, Drew will have a dominant win. And people will be talking about them more going into round two of the tournament. But don't get, do not count these guys out. They will be here to stay, even if they don't win this tournament. Which I, I said my dark horse. Like if, if you're, if I can't pick, you know, my my favorite competitor, some of my favorite competitors in Drew and uh, Drew and Brianne, or some of my other favorite competitors in Merle and Roca, then I'm going with Ashley and Duraldi. They are still my dark horse. If they win this tournament, I will get my bracket wrong, but I honestly wouldn't care. Uh, that match, that's going to happen. I'm, I'm, I'm laying it out there. It's going to happen. McQueenie Chandler versus Atchity Duraldi in the semifinals. It's going to be such a tough match for me to watch. But either way, I'll be happy because I love both of those, both of those teams already. Unfortunately, uh, because there was only three matches this week, this episode is going to be a little shorter. But I am going to give a quick preview of my thoughts on the matches that are coming up this Friday. We have the Odd Couple: Snyder and Draco versus Team Sebs, Manson Gerber. Um, I'm excited for this match. I think it'll be a decent match. I do strongly anticipate Snyder and, and Draco to win uh, to set up that matchup between them and Paddington too. Uh, it, it's going to be a good match. Mance will bring it, I hope. And Gerber, Gerber's an underrated competitor, so it should be a good match. I'm excited for this Friday. Should be, should be a fun one. But then on next Tuesday, we have the big match. We have the number one contender match between John Roca and Andrew Guy. And I would say my pick to win is going to be Andrew Guy. My pick is going to be Guy. But if if Roka wins this, I'm not gonna be that shocked. Roka's played well. He played well um, 
at the live event. He's played well in general in the past. He had that one bad loss to uh, uh, to Snyder, which it wasn't even that bad of a loss. It was just a loss to Snyder. And he had that win against Bateman. Bateman had a chance, but he lost it. So, you know, can't really say that, that he doesn't deserve this number one contender shot. Uh, but I'm going to say, like, 55-45, give the edge to Guy to win this match and then go on to play Bibiani. If I had to, if I had to have a favorite to win the belt, who's going to have the singles belt and who's going to be competing at the spectacular for the singles belt as the champion, it's going to be, I think it's going to be Andrew Guy. Uh, statistically, I would say it goes Guy probably around 35-40%, Roka probably like 30%, and then Bibiani like 15-20. to 20. Like that's just loosey-goosey math that might not even add up to 100, but I say like in that order, um, I'd be surprised if Bibiani holds on to it. I like Bibiani a lot. Obviously, I've said that before. Worthy champ. I'm excited that he's a champ. He's been such a good champ already. But uh, if I had to, if I had to predict, I would say probably Guy is my favorite. Not by an overwhelming majority, but by a decent amount. And then next Friday, it was what I was talking about before. It's the Patreon early release. The Patreon early release of uh, Corruption, which is Kalinowski and Ellison, which, hey, that kid went out on the stage at the live event. Forgot to mention that. He's a real person. I was wrong. Um, sorry, Chance Ellison. You're a real person. My bad. I'm completely off on that. I was thought that was a joke. Um, so, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. Uh, they are playing against uh, Inky and the Brain, Silvestrini uh, and Stewart. Um, prediction for that match gotta give it to corruption uh kalinowski's just a he's a he's a bad man right now you know he's he's doing real good and uh ellison we'll see what he does but i don't think i really know silver streamer or stewart well enough to be able to count on them uh but also that day we have uh mark riley and ben bateman who's the boss versus crazy eight greats of uh falchon zipper uh, again, I've talked about this match uh, in the last episode when I went over my entire bracket. Um, but yeah, I think I think Riley and Bateman will will at least win this match, and then we'll see what they do from there. But I'm not I'm not keen on them moving on past that. But we'll see. Um, and then the last match that will happen before my next episode will be Evil Geniuses, JT and Lon Harris versus the Wildberries. Obviously, uh, we'll be cheering for the Wildberries hard because Wildberries. But um. Yeah, sorry about that. Anyone listening to headphone, headphone warning. Um, too late. But Evil Geniuses is probably going to win. Lon Harris and JTE, I think they, they're probably another Dark Horse team that people aren't thinking too much about right now that could do some damage in the tournament. Uh, so, yeah, that I think that's going to do it for this week's episode. Um, unfortunately, not a huge, huge amount to talk about, just three matches. But we have, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six matches in the next two weeks for me to for me to get ready for and to, to talk about. So these episodes are going to continue to be shorter because it's just me and they're more consistent now every two weeks. So there's max going to be like four to six matches that I'm going to talk about. So they'll probably be around 15 to 25 minutes every time. But uh, yeah, be sure to check out uh, every Monday with the Cinema Talk podcast. Uh, me, Matt, Logan, and Brendan, some concoction of the four of us, uh, will be talking about a movie every Monday. Uh, this Friday we have... Another stop, wait, what going up. Um, and then next week we have, obviously, the CTP every week. And then we have uh, episode two of Octo Island and also episode two of Back in Style, uh, our Star Wars and Twin Peaks podcast. So if any of those sound interesting to you guys, make sure to go to the Twisted Mug Media Network um, on iTunes or stopwaitwhat.podbean.com. So, uh, yep, thanks for listening, guys, and uh, see you in two weeks.